Today's daf is daf Lamed Hay, page 35 in the Heiligam Masechet Subas. We're going to go back to the bottom of Lamed Dalit Amud Beis. Let's restart our, uh, our sugyo over here. Kind of restarting a sugyo, but restarting the conversation. We're up to Bishlama Rabbi Yechanan Amar Kereish Lakish. Okay, now this uh, Bishlama is... Um, it's the last word on the line. I would give it 11 or 12 lines from the bottom of Lamed Dalid Amud Beis. Last word on the line is Bishlama. Okay? Give everybody a minute to find the place. It's 12 lines to be exact. 12 lines from, uh, from the bottom of the Amud. Okay. Now let's remind ourselves what is happening. So, going back to the restart of our sugya, we asked, there seems to be a contradiction between our Mishnah, the beginning uh, of our parak, and the Mishnah in Makos. Because in our Mishnah, it lists a case, numerous cases, of somebody who is ma'ane sumafata, somebody who violates anara, and you have to pay a fine. It says, elu lahem knas, they receive a fine. Now here's the problem. There's a Mishnah in Makos that says that if somebody is ma'anes, um uh, in, in the, these situations, you're going to get malchus, okay? You're going to receive lashes. Now, in general, we know a bezdin is not going to carry out two punishments. So we seem to have a contradiction between our Mishnah here, which says you're going to have a monetary obligation, a knas, a fine, and the Mishnah Makos that says you're going to get malchus. Which one is it? Make up your mind. So we had a, we had a machlokas how to answer up the contradiction. Reish Lakish had held that really the Mishnah in Makos is following the opinion of Rav Meir, who says you can get Malkus and pay. He disagrees with the concept that you cannot get Malkus as well as Mamon. Rav Meir says you actually can. So Reish Lakish says maybe the Mishnah follows Rav Meir, and the way he's going to wiggle out of the contradiction is that our Mishnah here is holding like the Chachamim, and the Mishnah in Makos is holding like Rabbi Meir. Okay, fine, you can do both. Actually, according, you could even say according to Rish Lakish, they're both Rav Meir. It's fine. You're going to get both. It's okay. Fine. Rabbi Yechanan didn't like that. Rabbi Yechanan says, no, you don't paskin like a mayor. We're going to paskin like the Chachamim who say you only get Malkus over Mamon. Now, if you only get Malkus when there's Mamon, then I don't understand. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. He says that you only get Malkus and not Mamon. So the question is, if you only get Malkus and not Mamon, why does our Mishnah say that there's a knas, there's a monetary obligation to these girls, to these girls' father, when one violates these girls. So therefore, Rabbi Yechonah had to explain that our Mishnah is dealing with a case where he wasn't warned that he would receive lashes if he does this. Since he wasn't warned on the lashes, so the lashes aren't coming, and when the lashes don't come, that's when you get a monetary obligation. And therefore, that's how he reconciliates the two Mishnayis. The mission over there is when he was warned. Hence, you're going to get Malkus. And our mission here is where he's not warned. Hence, there's going to be a Mamun. That is the Machlokas between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yechanan, how to answer up the contradiction between our mission here and there. And that leads us into our Gemara today. And again, we're backing up to the bottom of Lamed Dalit Amud Bey's uh, 11 or 12 lines for the bottom. Here we go. 
We understand where Rabbi Yechanan says he, he doesn't explain the Mish like Rish Lakish. Now Rish Lakish, in order to answer up the contradiction, said that our Mish is the opinion of Rav Meir. So that's understandable. The Kamukum Lakar Rabban. Rabbi Yechanan says no. If you have a dispute between Rav Meir and Nachachamim, if somebody's obligated in Malkus and Mammon, Rav Meir says you get both. Nachachamim say you don't go both. Why would we rule like Rav Meir? No, we rule like the Chachamim. And therefore, we got to come up with an answer that's going to keep the Chachamim happy. And what's the only option? To keep the Chum happy, I, why in our Mishnah are you going to pay money? Because you weren't warned. Fine. Ella Reish but Reish who says that we're following, our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rav Meir, who says you get both. My time with the Yechanan. Why doesn't he follow Rav Yechanan, who understands it like the Chachamim? The answer to the Gemara, Amar Lach, Reish Lakish, say, Kivan, Di'ilu, Asur, Bey, Potter. He says a fascinating Chiddush, and he says like this. Granted, you weren't warned about it. You weren't warned. But if the witnesses would have warned the Ma'anis that he would have received Malchus, they would tell you, if they would have told him, you get Malchus, what would be the Allah? You don't pay money. So he says, now that you didn't warn him, you're going to add the money obligation. So if you're not warned, you're not going to add an obligation in. Why would you add? Why would you make him pay more? Now, this is a big chiddush, because before we said, well, it's just a matter of uh, reality, right? But it seems, according to Rish Lakish, it, it, less of a warning is not more of a reason to add in a payment obligation. And Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yechen are both consistent with their own reasonings. The Chiyasa Rav Dimi Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. He told us, When somebody is chayav misa b'mezid, meaning b'shaygeg, let's say you kill unintentionally, but if it would have been intentional, you'd be chayav misa. Okay? And also, same thing would apply by Malkus. You would have received Malkus. Now you're not because it's shaygeg or... or um, uh, also, Dover Acher. Now, Dover Acher is referring to any other type of um, uh, judgment in Bezdin that goes against the person. So it could be they paskin you owe money or something of that sort. Rabbi Yechonam, Rabbi Yechonam is going to say, Chayef, you're Chayef to pay the money. Because now you're not going to, if you're not getting Malchus, you got to pay money. You're not going to get me, so you got to pay the money. That's it. No, you don't have to pay the money. Now, Rabbi Chana says, you got to pay the money because the whole reason why you didn't have to pay the money is because it can live there. But now, now that there's no Malchus, you should pay the money. There's no warning. So there's no Malchus. Now you pay money. Since if he would have received warning, he, warning, he only would have gotten lashes and not money. They were not going to add in the monetary obligation just because you weren't warned. Now they're going to go at each other's throats. All right. Now these two beloved brother-in-laws and chavrusas are going to challenge each other. Reish Lakish, who understands the mission like Rav Meir, and says that really you would be obligated in both meat in both Malchus and Mammon, he challenges Rabbi. He says like this. We said if two men are fighting and a pregnant woman walks by, one of them one of them, instead of punching the other guy with an uppercut, ends up punching the woman in the belly and causes her to miscarry. So we said, if nobody died over here except for the fetus, the halacha is he has to pay the financial value. Of a fetus, what it you know the difference seen how much a woman uh, has value with if she was pregnant or if she's not pregnant. So my love, Osay Mamish, isn't talking about where he caused an actual death. Meaning, if you cause this is like a double negative, according to Rishlakish, creating a positive. Says Rishlakish like this: 
If the woman doesn't die, then what's the halacha? You gotta have a monetary obligation. Now let's look at the inference of that. If she would have died, it seems to imply there's no monetary obligation. Beautiful. Now, it, what about if he's warned? Doesn't matter. Doesn't make a difference whether you're warned or not warned. Either way, either way, he's not going to be high of Misa. And still we're saying that there's, a, there, there's not a monetary obligation. Okay, so you see from over here, it says, Reish Lakish to Rabbi Yechanan, this is a proof to me that as long as there's a Misa done, there's an, there's an action which is done, that if that action would have resulted in a different penalty, I wouldn't have had to pay money. So you see, anytime an action is actually done, you don't need to pay money. To which Rebbechen responds, It's not referring to whether the guy killed anybody with his uppercut. It's referring to whether he's judged with a capital punishment. If we judge him to have a capital punishment, that's when we say there's no monetary obligation. But let's say there is no din also. Let's say we're not going to judge him for death. Says Rabbi Yechanan, there would be a monetary obligation. Okay, beautiful. So that's one way to understand the challenge that Rei Shlakish was asking on Rabbi Yechanan. Now the Gemara is going to say, Amri, a different way to understand the challenge. Instead of saying that Rei Shlakish was challenging Rabbi Yechanan with this, it was actually different. Some say, Eisvi Rabbi Yechanan the Rei Shlakish. Rabbi Yechanan was asking a challenging question on Rei Shlakish with this Pasuk. And he says, If two men are fighting and one of them punches the woman in the belly and causes a miscarriage, you're obligated to pay money. My love didn't also, doesn't it mean the din on the judgment, a capital punishment, and you see that if there's no capital punishment, you do pay money, to which Rish Lakish says back to not necessarily light. Asain Mavish, it means if he actually killed somebody. Okay. Omarov, Rava says, it's the same thing, it's just a matter of which one used that Pasuk to challenge the other. Omarov, Rava says, Is there anybody who says that if somebody would do an act, which if it would be done intentional, would lead to a chi of misa, now that it's done b'shaigeg, now that it's done unintentionally, are you going to tell me that there's a monetary obligation? Does anybody hold to that? Let's get into this. But we learned from the yeshiva of chizkiyah, we have the same expression of make, 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 odom. Somebody who hits a person and kills them, or somebody who hits and kills an animal. That if you hit and kill an animal, are you high of Misa? No. Do you have to pay for the damage that you did to the animal, to the owner? Absolutely. And we have the expression of Make Adam, whether you kill a person, Umake Behema, or whether you kill or damage an animal. Just like when you when you hurt an animal, there's no difference whether it was done Bishayeg, whether it was done Bemazin, it doesn't matter. What's the halacha? Whether it was done on purpose or not, whether it was done in a in a downward motion, whether it was done in an upward motion, we know sometimes it makes a difference. For example, going to Gullus, but over here, a, a person hits a, hits an animal is not going to make enough kamina. You know, direction that you are swinging your arm in, mimaman. No matter what, we're not going to say that you don't have to pay because adam a person's always obligated for damage that they did, even unintentional. So if you go and, and damage somebody else's property, as long as it wasn't an accident, if it was done, you know, it was an intentional act, but the result was unintentional, 
we say you're going to be obligated to pay. So says the Gemara, same thing here. Afmak Adam. So it's when you hit a person. Whether it was done by mistake or on purpose. Whether it was intentional or not intentional. You're going to be obligated to be mamen. Okay? So you see, we have mamish, a brisa over here saying that whenever you're going to have a chi of misa, there is an action of Misa, there's not going to be a financial obligation. So now, who does it seem to be a question on? Ravdimi quoting Rabbi Echenon. Because according to the way we quoted Rabbi Echenon before, we're going to say there would be a financial obligation if the person is not going to be Chayav Misa. But over here, Ravdimi is saying to Rabbi Echenon, Ravdimi is quoting Rabbi Echenon to say that you're not going to be Potter, you actually would be Chayav. So, Ravdimi, who's an Amaira, cannot be quoting Rabbi Yechon also, Amaira, who's arguing on this Brysa. Says Gemar, Elokiyasa, Ravin, Amar, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he taught us, Chayvi Misa Shaygin, when a person uh, does an action unintentionally, which if done intentionally would have created a Chayv Misa, Kuli Amalei Pligi Diptur, and everybody would agree, there's not going to be a monetary obligation. Okay, again, if I would have done it intentionally, I would have been Chayv Misa. Now that I did it b'shaygig, everyone's going to agree, even though I'm not getting killed, I also do not have a monetary obligation. Keep pligi. So where's there a machlokas? This is talking about where with one act, there's a chi of malkus, an obligation to get lashes, and an obligation of money. Rabbi Yechonon says, Chayav, you're going to have to pay the money. Because we only compare Maka Adam to Maka Behema by Chavi Mises. When not, not when you damn, when you mamish, kill. Chavi Malkius, Layiskish. But the Psukim are not connecting the halacha of somebody who kills a person to one who kills an animal. Yishlag is going to say, uh, no, Potter, either way you're Potter. But Fair Shifts, the Torah, Chavi Malkius, Chavi Krisis. The Torah explicitly, we're going to find right now how, Torah explicitly com- compares. Or includes ribsa adds on chayve malkius kechayve misas. It says whatever halachy you have by chi of misa is going to apply by malkus as well. Hence, uh, the monetary obligation is going to fall off. It says the Gemara, where do you see that? Where do you see beferish ribsa tyra? Heichan ribsa tyra. Where does the tyra include this? Amar Abaye Asya Russia Russia. We have a shava of Russia Russia. Okay, this is talking about where somebody kills somebody or somebody who damages somebody else. Rav Amar Asya Maka Maka. We learn now from the word Make Adam or Make Behemas. Makaikas Rabba and Rava, where the source, where the source of Ripsa Tara for Eshlokish is going to be. Amalei Rav Papa Rav, Rav Papa says to Rava, Hi Make, this Make, what are you referring to? Ilima Maka Behemas, Shamayna Maka Adam Yumba, says in Tara many times Make, so which which Pasuk of Make? If you're referring to the Pasuk which says, Umake behema, somebody who strikes an animal, Yishalmena, should pay for the animal, Umake Adam, and somebody strikes a human, you must, will die. Now, this is referring to obviously, if you're going to die, that means you killed the animal and you killed the person. Hybektolixiv, that's referring to killing. We're not talking about damaging, obviously, because this guy's going to be put to death if it was a human. Ella, Haimaka, rather, it's referring to a different Maka, which says, Umake Nefesh behema, somebody who hits an animal hard enough to kill it. Nefesh, tachas nefesh. The halacha is, 
Yishalmena, you should pay nefesh tachas nefesh. Uh, literally a spirit for a spirit, a life for a life. And next to that says, If somebody puts a blemish in some, another Jew, What you did, that's what we do to him. Okay, meaning the same way you hit this other guy, that's what we're doing to you. Now Rashi explains that it's, what, what do you mean we do this to you too? We're going to give you Malchus. You hit somebody else, so your, uh, your consequence for doing that is going to be that we, uh, that we hit you. Okay, now the high love makahi. Now the question is: This is uh, this pasuk that we just said of the mum ba'amisai. Look at those words: the mum. You placed a blemish ba'amisai in another Jew. Kasher also Show me where the word maka is. It doesn't say the word maka where you struck them. All it says is you placed a blemish on them. So we're still with our question, which Make is, um, which Make Rava are you referring to when you want to make your Gzeir Shava? says, Rava Anon Haka Haka Ka'amrinon. You're right. You know what we're talking about? You're right. It's not literally the word Make, but we know it's referring to hitting somebody else. The Torah puts hitting a person next to hitting an animal. And even though, in, even though it's not necessarily the same exact word, but uh, it's the the idea is close enough. I have a kiksiv bechayvu bechaveri hudiksiv, but that pasuk is written about somebody who damages his friend bechayvu bechaveri bar and somebody who damages his friend. Guess what happens when you damage your friend? Somebody somebody damages somebody else. What if I were to ask you? If you damage someone, what do you got to do first? What what's your first consequence? The halacha is pay back. That's it. You damage somebody else. Damage the body. It's the body. It's the property. There's going to be a chi of mama. By regular damaging of somebody, you pay money. This is not a malchus uh, uh, consequence. Says the Gemara. Beautiful. Says I'll tell you. You know when you got. You know when you will get malchus when you are chova bechavero. If you damage your friend less than a shava pruta. If there's no real financial value on the damage. If there's financial value on the damage, so now you're going to pay the money. If there's no financial value, let's say it's worth a half a cent, there's no way to pay him back. So what are you left with? Just the transgression. The negative transgression of the Torah. Now that it's a negative transgression of the Torah, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to receive Malchus. What about the financial obligation? There's no financial obligation. Top of Ahmed Bays, two more steps for this uh, back and forth. Says the Gemara, Saif Saif, bottom line. Lav bar tashlumen. Who? You're still not a bar tashlumen, right? If we're if we're saying that, where do you get malchus? Only when there's no real monetary obligation, because you never uh, you didn't damage enough for there to be a, a, a money payment. So lav bar tashlumen. Who? You're going to tell me the pasuk's not dealing with a case anyway where there's any sort of uh, monetary obligation, and. Um, yeah, there's no, uh, we, uh, anyway, we know there's no money kicking in over here. And it's like, you're right. Light tzricha. No, don't worry about it. It's not a question. Why? What we're dealing with is um, the hekish of, of the uh, words of Haka is dealing with at the same time that you hit your friend, you also tore his clothing. Okay. So we're not dealing with a case specifically where you only uh, hurt him, caused damage, you broke his nose, or whatever it is, you know, in a chanami. But over here, you damage your friend's body, 
plus you tore something else, so there was a monetary obligation on the on the garment. Hence, monetary damages were uh, that that's where the monetary obligation would come on the clothing, but not on the actual bodily damage. Period. End of that. Uh, end of that. Back and forth. Okay. Now, let's get back to. Um, let's get back to our statement that we learned earlier, and we're going to uh, go back now. We're now five, about five lines from the top of, um, a few lines from the top of Ahmed Bey's, uh, three lines. Let's turn back five lines from the top of Lamed Hay Ahmed Aleph, okay? Now, we said earlier, earlier on today's daf, that Debei Chizkiya, in the yeshiva of Chizkiya, they learned out a... Um, We'll call it a gzereshava uh, between make adam and make behema. That the same way, when somebody strikes an animal, it doesn't make a difference what your intention was, whether it was on purpose or by mistake. The halacha, it, whether it was up or down, it won't make a nafkamina. Uh, the halacha is going to be you're obligated in money. So too, when somebody strikes uh, a person, the halacha is actually going to be you're going to be. Putter, you're going to be a, a putter from Mammon, okay? Because you do have the other obligation, and that was that was the original challenge. Now let's turn back, and we're going to focus on that statement. So here we go. says to Rava, According to says, when somebody kills a person or somebody kills an animal, we're going to say. That there's no the the same way you're always obligated for the animal you're always going to be putter for killing a person. How do we know we're dealing with somebody who damages somebody else bechayil on a weekday? And on a weekday, there's no difference whether it was done on purpose or by mistake. Either way, you have the obligation. Listen to this. Fascinating. On a weekday, it doesn't matter if you kill somebody else, right? Doesn't make it no. Maybe that Pasuk is referring to somebody who kills an animal or damages an animal on Shabbos. Now let's think about that. We'll say, look at that animal and determine whether or look at that animal and determine how was it damaged or killed. Because if it was killed on purpose, then the person has a chi of misa, and he's not going to have the monetary obligation. And if it was done unintentional, then there's going to be a monetary obligation because there's no chi of misa because he didn't really transgress Shabbos intentionally. So why do you got to? Why, why do you need a contrast? Make oda make to be the same way. But make oda make You're always going to be high. But make You're always going to be putter because we're dealing with the regular. Um, yeah, because dealing with a regular weekday, maybe it's a Shabbos. Says Gemara, it's not possible. We can't be dealing with a Shabbos. When you kill an animal, it's always going to be money. What's the case? If nobody warned him about what he does is chil Shabbos and he's chay of Misa, so he's never killed. Whether you whether you hit an animal, whether you're killing a person, you're not killed. You never got the warning. So we're dealing with a case where he was warned that if you do this, you're Chayav Misa. Now, he's warned. 
Ve'ibishabis. And now you're going to tell me he's warned about this. So he's warned it's Shabbos. If you do this, you damage the animal. It's a chil Shabbos. Behema yeshalmena. Uvi'i b'shabbos. Maka behema yeshalmena. If he's warned, you're going to tell me he pays? No. Of course you're not going to pay. Now, of course, why are you not going to pay? Because your chay of Misa outs Shabbos. This same act was a chil Shabbos, and now there's a chay of Misa, and you, it's kimlei bedrabamine on the money. There's no money obligation anymore because it was done on Shabbos. So it can't be talk. Our situation cannot be dealing with the Shabbos situation. Allah b'chayel. Rather, you're going to say it was chayel. Beautiful. Okay? So again, Rav Chizkiya challenged Rava, and he says, how do you know to darshan up the yeshiva and Chizkiya? You know, you're, you're quoting this. How do you know that it's dealing with a, a weekday and it doesn't make a difference uh, between the animal and the person? By animal anyway, you're chayev. By person anyway, you're potter. Maybe it's a Shabbos. And it doesn't make a difference. The answer is it can't be Shabbos. It can't be Shabbos. Because otherwise the other halachas in this Mishnah won't pan out. Okay. Omer Rav Papa Labai. Rav Papa says to Abai. According to Rabbah, who earlier quoted Rav Meir to say that, you know, it's a big chiddush, it's a big novel idea that the Torah says that when it comes to a knas, when it comes to a fine, you're going to have to pay that fine even when there's a chi of misa. Because the whole knas itself is a major chiddush. The whole thing's a major chiddush. I mean, what are you paying a fine for? There's no, it's not like tit for tat on anything. Okay, so since the whole thing's a chiddush, you're going to, even though usually by monetary obligation on the chi of misa, you don't have to pay it by a fine, you will. That's how Rabbah understood Rav Meir. Now, Masnisen Keman Mukama. How would Rabbah understand our Mishnah? Our Mishnah. Okay, of Elin Narish Yishlam Knas. Iker of Meir, if he says our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rav Meir, who's again, what did we say earlier? If, we're, if it's the opinion of Meir, that means how would we? That, that means our Mishnah would hold you get both money, the knas, and Malkus, which is learned down for the Mishnah and Makos, Kashia Bitoi. We're going to have a question from the case of of um, his daughter, okay? Because you know, in all the other cases, our you can say that Rav Meir, uh, Rav Meir's Tana of our Mishnah. Who said Rav Meir is the Tana of, of the Mishnah? That was Rish Lakish. Now here's the problem. The problem is, is that on yesterday's daf, Rabbah taught us that Rav Meir's opinion holds, uh, holds true even when I myself am the one stealing the animal and shechting the animal on Shabbos. Now there's a Chi of Misa in that case. But you're still going to pay dalit vehei. You're still going to pay the four or five times the amount because it's a knas. Okay? That's, that's what's going to be there. Okay. Now, knas, we said, is a chiddish. And, that, and because it's a novel idea, because it's a chiddish, the chi of misa is not going to remove the knas. Okay. Now, here's the problem. In our Mishnah, it seems to imply that it doesn't give us the case of bitoy. Doesn't give us the case of a daughter. Why? Because you're not going to have to pay the knas. That's the assumption. It leaves out the case where well, you have to pay knas because there's a chi of misa. So make up your mind. When there's a chi of misa, is there a knas? When a chi of misa is not a knas. You understand? It's beautiful. The question on Rabbah. 
You say it's like Rav Meir? So mention the case of Bitai. I, by Bitai, there's a Chiyah of Misa. So what? You're still paying the Knas. And our mission is giving you a case of, of, of places where you receive a Knas. Beautiful. So here we go. So if it's like Rav Meir, Kasha Bitai. I have a question. Where, where's the case of Bitai? If Rav Meshvan, the pin of Nechun Ben Akana, who holds that there's, there's Kimle Bidaraba Minei, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, this came with by by Bidei Shemayim the same way it is Bidei Adam, but uh, we also had Rav Chaim and Akana um, that you could also receive Malkus and Mammon Kashya Achaisai. So we have a question of Achaisai that in that case, why are you going to have to pay a Knas? Iker of Yitzchak, and according to Rabba, if he holds that our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rabbi Yitzchak Kashya Mamzeres. Yeah, the case of a mamzeres, the case of mamzeres should not receive a knas because according to Rabbi Yitzchak, he says explicitly that's a gemara makis that you're going to get malchus in that circumstance. Honey, if you're going to tell me Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yechanan, okay, so then Rabbi also will follow Rabbi Yechanan. So now the gemara is getting very nitpicky. If Rabbi wants to follow the opinion of Rishlakish, he's going to be stuck figuring out who the author of our Mishnah is. To which the Gemara says, okay, fine. So Reish Lakish cannot be following the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan. We got it. Good point. So we'll say he's following Reish Lakish. I'm sorry. He cannot be following the opinion of Reish Lakish. Just the opposite. So rather, he must be following the opinion of Rabbi Al-Karchok, Rabbi Yechanan, Fine. So you, you, you took uh, Rabbi into a corner and you forced him to say that he's paskening like, uh, like Rabbi Yechanan. Okay. Now, if you're going to tell me the Torah explicitly included, is to be the same as Chavimisa's, meaning the same way for Chavimisa, you don't pay money. So too, if you're Chavimisa, you don't pay money. So who's the, is there any Tana, and who would that Tana be, who's arguing on Reb Nechunia Ben Akana? Now, Reb Nechunia Ben Akana's Chiddush was that... Um, that uh, if there's a chiyav kares, you don't pay money. Who's the Tana who says, if there's a chiyav kares, you would pay money? Says the Gemara, well, let's figure it out. Irev Meir, Irev Yitzchak. It could either be Rev Meir or Reb Yitzchak. Why? Because Rev Meir says, as we learned, you know, as we learned before, there's two chiyuv. You're going to pay the money and Malkus. That certainly argues with Chim and Akonis. Rav Meir holds Kimei Dramene everywhere. Rav Meir says there's no Kimei Dramene even by two uh, Bezdan obligations by Malkus and money, or you could say it's Rabbi Yisrael. Rabbi Yisrael would be a direct con- uh, a direct argument on Rabbi Chunim Ben Akana because Rabbi Chunim says if there's kares and money, you do get both. I'm sorry, kares and money, you'd only get kares and not money. This came with Dramene, and Rabbi Yisrael is going to say no, you would get um, if 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 there's kares, you're not going to get Malkus. Okay, Kaval. Tonu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. We're now entering a new sugya, which Bez Hashem, we will restart tomorrow um, from, uh, from here as well. We're going to go back, and this is like the beginning of a new sugya. But let us, um, you know some. Let's keep going. We're a little bit ahead of time. Let's get up to the two dots on tomorrow's daf. Let's, let's, uh, let's get, get this whole sugya in right now. We have plenty of time. Here we go. Says the Gemara. Tonu Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and so should we. Arayos ushniyos laarayos. Okay? If you have arayos, somebody who violates or seduces a girl who is a forbidden relationship to him, or shniyos laarayos, or somebody who is a secondary arayos, which we said, the Chachamim added on one more step 
uh, to the biblical arayis. One more step away is also going to be uh, is also going to be forbidden. Okay. Ain lahem knas. There's no knas. And there's also, that's if you're ma'anis, and there's also not going to be a knas if you seduce them, if there's seduction involved. Hamima enes. If let's say you have a girl who is, does mion to her husband. Okay, as we learned before, her mother or brother married her off, which is a rabbinic marriage. When she, uh, you know, as long before she's a gadela, she can refuse the marriage and walk away. Also, if somebody violates her or seduces her, there's not going to be the knas. Islandess. What about um, what about an islandess? Okay, an islandess is uh, also we came across this, but let's repeat: it's a woman who, by age twenty, has not yet shown uh, shown signs of female maturity, and there's assumption that she's sterile; she's not able to have children. As well. And also, if let's say you had a girl who the husband divorced her through Bezdin because it was found that he had Tainas Basulim, he had claims against her virginity after they got married. He comes to Bezdin and he says, you know, she, she wasn't a Basula. And um, it. Uh, so if there's a Hitzah Shemra about her, which means let, Maitzi Shemra, let's say you spread that word, and it turns out to not be true. Okay? So the halacha is, you spread a bad word about this woman. So the guy gets Malchus. He has to pay a fine to this young girl's father. And he's never allowed to divorce her if she doesn't want to be divorced. Now, what if, what if it actually turned out, Bezdem Paskin, that it was true? So now, the, the problem is, she could have been a married woman at the time that she lost her virginity, which she's coming to claim against. And she's an Asia Sish. There's a Chi of Misa over there. Okay? There's already a, uh, there's already a, a Chi of Misa against this girl. Fine. So now, if there's Aitzah Shemra, she's obviously not a Besula. She's not a virgin. And therefore, she's not going to receive the Knas. Also, in the Knas, Veloi Pitoi. Now, my Arayus and my Shnias Arayus. Let's clarify the Brisa. Who's, uh, who's considered Arayus and who's considered Shnias Larayus, a secondary Arayus, one step away from the forbidden relations? Ilema Arayus, if you tell me Arayus means top of tomorrow's daf. Arayus Mamish, literally like your mother and aunt and Shnias Medivri Seifrim, and Shnias is the way that I explained it, right? We explained it, and that is that the Rabbanan Eran one step away, one second. Since biblically these girls who are seduced are fit to him, why wouldn't you have the biblical fine? Am I in Lakanas? Why doesn't he have to pay them a Kanas? Why not? Biblically you're fit, so pay the Kanas. El Arias. Well, what do you mean Arias means? It means Chavimis' Bezdin. Okay. It means a sort of relationship which, if, I'm sorry, not if. It's a sort of relationship that by being with them, you are chay of Misa. And Shniyais means chay of Krisis. If you're with them, you're going to be chay of Karis. Okay? So chay of Misa's Bezdin is going to be a person's mother. Okay? And Shniyais is going to be 
somebody who um, w- would have a chi uh, of karis with them. We'll go back to the list in our mission, whatever it was. But let's say by having relations with them, you, you transgressed a lot. There's not karis, there's not misabdei shamayim. Karis is a misabdei shamayim, but there, you don't have the karis in shamayim. You don't have the misabdei adam. It seems you're going to give them a kanas. Umani, and who's the Tana of that Mishnah who says there is a kanas? That's going back to our opinion of Shimon Hate Mani, beautiful, who about two weeks ago we quoted Shimon Hate Mani to say, that you pay a knas to any woman who's capable of becoming your wife, not any woman who you're allowed to stay with, as long as she, the marriage would have been valid, which is true by a he of love. So there's going to be a knas. There are those that say, Arias. So the, the first way to learn out Arias means that there's a he of Misa, but they Adam. And the second way, and, and Shniyas la Arias is going to be Chavi Krisis. Okay. Some say Arias is Chavi Mises Bezdin Vichavi Krisis. A regular Arias, anybody would be Chavi Mises in Bezdin and Krisis. The Shniyais means Chavi Lavin. You're also not going to give a Knas to a girl who's violated with the Chi of Love. Now, if you're not going to receive a Knas to the of Love, who's that following? Shimbem Menasia, who says that you're just not allowed to stay married to them. Okay? Chavi Lavin. Shniyais is Chavi Lavin. And money, who's son of our Mishnah? It's going to be Shimbem Menasia. Beautiful. Let's keep going. Um, no, let's hold it here. Two dots. All right, let's hold it here for today. Bez Shem, uh, tomorrow we will pick up with Hamema Enes, Einla Knas, Pitoy. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody. Um, as we started out with today, I just want to take a, a poll over here. But tomorrow, um, 